Welcome to the King's Commission podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 232. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast. The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on the series on kings, their accountability to God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verses 7, 12 to 13, 17 and 20. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And the spirit of the bride say, Come, let him who hears say, Come, and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I'm coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. This text is from the New King James Version. We definitely see that the Lord wants his bride, the church, to be ready with the level of excited expectation of his coming. This is not a casual event, but one of significance that will rock the current world order. It is a marker for a number of global events which will follow. Therefore, at least three times the Lord underscored the fact that he is coming quickly. This is an undeniable certainty. Often when we expect the arrival of someone, there are a number of things that happen. There is a high level of anticipation. There is also excitement. There is earnest preparation. And lastly, there is the greeting. The question the marriage counsellor has for the waiting bride of Christ is this. Are you prepared for the sudden arrival of the bridegroom? Please think about this 
and ask yourself, what do you need to do to be ready? In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on the spirits of those in the diaspora were stirred by God, that they might go up to rebuild the Lord's house. Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on kings, their accountability to God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the Cathedral of Olive, Morgan's Bluff, North Andrews, Bahamas. The pastor is Pastor Manix Cargo. At the cathedral, they meet for fellowship on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. and then on Sunday evenings at 6.30 p.m. They also meet on Wednesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. for Bible study. Please make plans to attend this week. You will receive a warm welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 232. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, the White House issued a fact sheet titled The United States Continues to Impose Costs on Russia and Belarus for Putin's war of choice. The White House submitted in their texts that the United States, in coordination with allies and partners, was imposing additional economic costs on Russia and Belarus in response to President Putin's brutal invasion of Ukraine and that the United States will take actions to hold Belarus accountable for enabling Putin's invasion of Ukraine, weaken the Russian defense sector and its military power for years to come, target Russia's most important source of wealth, and ban Russian airlines from U.S. airspace. The White House added that as a result of their historic multilateral coordination, Russia has become a global economic and financial pariah. Over 30 countries representing well over half the world's economy have announced sanctions and export controls targeting Russia. Russia is further isolated from the international financial and trade system, they added. The White House further argued that the United States and her allies were preventing Putin from accessing his war chest to soften the blow of his actions 
and support his invasion of Ukraine. The United States and governments all over the world were going after Putin's cronies and their families by identifying and freezing the assets they hold in their respective jurisdictions, their yachts, luxury apartments, money and other ill-gotten gains. And the United States and her allies were acting in concert to minimize the impact of these measures on their economies, including through a coordinated release of 60 million barrels of oil from the strategic reserves. The White House concluded that they will continue to impose costs with allies and partners so long as Putin continues to escalate. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Christian Friends of Israel that is based in Jerusalem. CFI has partnered with a number of groups in Israel, such as the Israel Defense Forces. IDF, the Holocaust survivors and those on Aliyah from Ethiopia and Russia. Additionally, CFI publishes newsletters and other devotional materials on a regular basis. The leaders and co-founders Sharon and Ray Saunders continue to do their work despite the current pandemic. CFI welcomes your prayers for the peace of Jerusalem and for the work of this organization. To learn more about CFI, you are invited to visit their website, cfijerusalem.org. Welcome back. To the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported that Israel's Prime Minister and the German Chancellor held a joint press conference in Jerusalem, as the Chancellor was visiting there on Wednesday, March 2nd. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs added that Prime Minister Naftali Bennett welcomed Chancellor Olaf Scholz to Jerusalem, saying that he was very pleased that he had chosen to come to Israel. The Prime Minister further stated that he was pleased to announce that the Chancellor and himself had agreed on the creation of a new strategic cooperation between the State of Israel and Germany. This will be in the format of a biannual dialogue on security and diplomatic matters. 
Prime Minister Bennett further noted that the German Chancellor had arrived in Israel at a very fateful and sensitive time. He informed the press corps that they spoke at length on the situation in Ukraine. The Israeli Prime Minister stressed that their obligation as leaders was to do their utmost to stop the bloodshed, to bring what was going on from the battlefield to the negotiating table as quickly as possible. It was still not too late, he emphasized. Furthermore, the Israel Prime Minister argued that the state of Israel stands alongside the people of Ukraine and that they have sent considerable humanitarian assistance. Three planes with 100 tons of equipment, mostly medical, and that they were determined to continue and even do more. Finally, the Prime Minister of Israel added that the world that we have known was changing. The challenges were great. We must join hands and work together to meet them. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? Written by yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Threads in the Tapestry Conflict and the resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained as a love story. You need to get your copy to learn more. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the series on kings, their accountability to God. Before we continue, Let's have a quick review of today's news. The White House issued a fact sheet titled The United States continues to impose costs on Russia and Belarus for Putin's war of choice. Internationally, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported that Israel's Prime Minister and the German Chancellor held a joint press conference in Jerusalem as the Chancellor was visiting that city. On Wednesday, March 2nd, they spoke about Ukraine and other matters of strategic importance to both sides. Welcome to our devotional. All week we'll be looking at a series on kings, their accountability to God. How God uses his instrument Cyrus, king of Persia, that his word might be fulfilled concerning Judah. On Wednesday it will be, the spirits of those in the diaspora were stirred by God 
that they might go up to rebuild the Lord's house. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord wills, our special guest speaker will share with us on King Cyrus is an example of the way God uses man to fulfill his plans. Long before Cyrus was born, God named him as a solution to a problem. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Send the heads of the father's houses of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites with all whose spirits God had moved arose to go up and build the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem. And all those who were around them encouraged them with articles of silver and gold, with goods and livestock, and with precious things, besides all that was willingly offered. King Cyrus also brought out the articles of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken from Jerusalem and put in the temple of his gods. All the articles of gold and silver were 5,400. All these Shazbazar took with the captives who were brought from Babylon to Jerusalem. This text is from the book of Ezra chapter 1 verses 5 to 7 and verse 11. Let's continue to read. Then King Darius issued a decree, and a search was made in the archives where the treasures were stored in Babylon. Let the work of this house of God alone, let the governors of the Jews and the elders of the Jews build this house of God on its site. Moreover, I issue a decree as to what you shall do for the elders of these Jews, for the building of this house of God. Let the cost be paid at the king's expense from the taxes on the region beyond the river. This is to be given immediately to these men, so that they are not hindered. And whatever they need, young bulls, rams, and lambs, for the burnt offerings of the God of heaven, with salt, wine, and oil, according to the request of the priests who are in Jerusalem, let it be given them day by day without fail, that they may offer sacrifices of sweet aroma to the God of heaven and pray for the life of the king and his sons. I also issue a decree that whoever alters this edict, let a timber be pulled from his house and erected, and let him be hanged on it, and let his house be made of refuse heap because of this, 
and may the God who causes his name to dwell there destroy any king or people who puts their hand to alter it or to destroy this house of God which is in Jerusalem. I, Darius, issue a decree. Let it be done diligently. The source of this text is from the book of Ezra, chapter 6, verses 1 and 7 to 12. This is a beautiful story that illustrates the highs and the lows of living a life of obedience to God. It demonstrates the contradictions, the conflicts, and the unrest that surfaced when God's people are in pursuit of their purpose. It may not be easy, but nothing in the world can stop you when God has appointed you. In the book of Jeremiah, the Lord had specifically told the exiled people whom he had sent to Babylon that they were to remain in captivity for 70 years. He then timed the events that unfolded perfectly. He had Daniel in place serving Gentile kings in Babylon as their advisor. Thus he also served King Cyrus of Persia as advisor. Then the Lord had Isaiah prophesy of Cyrus as his servant and then King Cyrus shows up and releases the captives to return to their homeland in Judah. Why is this story so fascinating, you might ask? It is because the Lord always fulfills his plans using various players so as to have his word accomplished. Here now is a remnant that responds with joy and eagerness. This time they are undertaking the journey to their homeland as free men. There are no chains, no whips, no cursings, no shoving or stumbling. They most likely were singing the songs of Zion, of redemption and hope. Given all the unexpected blessings of supplies from people of their community, and the king's return of the temple treasures, these men had a heart and determination to rebuild God's house. It was devastating to the Jewish people to hear of the total destruction of the house of God that King Solomon had built. Their love for God's house was a big motivation in their hearts of those who returned. However, things were not going to be easy. In fact, things were about to be very challenging and testy for the returned exiles. There was political opposition to the order to rebuild the temple. Those people who came from elsewhere and had occupied the land during the captivity period of the Jews, reported to the kings that reigned after Cyrus their opposition to the Jews' temple rebuilding project 
and those kings sided with the opposition. After a while, the temple was left incomplete, and the people decided to build their own homes. Nevertheless, the Lord was not pleased with his people, giving up so easily. So he caused a famine on the land, and sent his prophets, Haggai and Zechariah, to urge the people to complete his house. To facilitate the work, he, the Lord, installed a king who was disposed to show the people of God great favour and decreed that no one must obstruct the work of God and that the king's treasury will pay for the materials, for the building and for the offerings to be used in the house of God. In the end, this is what was written. So the elders of the Jews built and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Iddo. And they built and finished it according to the commandment of the God of Israel and according to the command of Cyrus, Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. Now the temple was finished on the third day of the month of Adar, which was in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. Then the children of Israel, the priests and the Levites and the rest of the descendants of the captivity celebrated the dedication of this house of God with joy. The source of this text is taken from the book of Ezra, chapter 6, verses 14 to 16. In closing, what assignment has the Lord given to you that you have set aside because of strong opposition for years, months, or a few weeks? Do not be deterred. Go back to God for a game plan on how to move forward. You may say that you don't have the funds, or that the papers were lost or destroyed, or this or that. To win, you have to fight with the spiritual weapons we spoke about two weeks ago in the Reflections. You must present to the Lord a completed project, initiative or assignment at the end of your days in the earth. Consequently, in order for your joy to be filled on the day of report, you must keep pressing on now. God will give you favor and resources to finish his great work and your joy will be full. Please let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. We say thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. We thank you. We are not put on earth to live aimless lives or to be self-destructing, but we have a purpose given to us. In fact, David talks about the days of his life were numbered in the book you have written before he was formed, before he was born. Therefore, we come to you, the author and finish of our faith, 
to ask you to reveal to us what you have planned for us to do. And we humbly ask you to help us. Help us in the face of opposition or resistance or any other thing that may try to impede our work to give us the strength and the grace and the tenacity to hold fast to our faith, hold fast to the work you have pursued, you have purpose for us to pursue. These things we ask you, put in place people of honor and integrity who will be willing to stand with us and help us to fulfill that purpose you have for the honor and glory of your great name. Help us, God, so that we can come to you with a joyful heart to say, this is what we were asked to do, and this is what we did. That as Jesus prayed on the cross, he said, it is finished. He spoke about his work as well, how he did his work, inclusive in that statement. Help us to say, like Paul, we finished we finished help us to finish that which you have given us to do that we would not be considered unprofitable or wicked servants but that we will receive the reward you have for us because we were willing to work and push ahead despite the oppositions around us in jesus name we pray amen you are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 232. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeams, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Okoch for his handy work sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.